You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast and check us out online at beardedtheologians.com. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. And today we are going to talk about um, a quote that's a Mike Slaughter quote, right, right Matt? Um, yeah, yeah. That uh, the disciples make disciples, and uh, so we're we're going to break that down a little bit, and a little bit about what it means to us, and we hope at the end of this you all share with us on the social medias. So, Matt, to you, what is what does disciples make disciples mean? Well, um, it's interesting, and in in Mike's book, Change the World, um, there's a little line above that that says disciples replicate themselves. And um, we all claim as followers of Jesus Christ that we are disciples of Jesus Christ. And we are all trying to replicate ourselves to be like Jesus. And, and, and our goal and our task in our churches is, you know, if you look at the United Methodist uh, mission statement, is to make disciples um, for the transformation of the world. The local church provides the most significant arena to do that. And if a church is being a church, we are making disciples. We're not attending programs. We're not um, just sucking the life out of the church just by showing up. We're actually going out into our communities, into our world, and um, showing people what our faith drives us to do, whether it's to serve on the Boys and Girls Club board or to serve on the, um, you know, whatever board we're, we're asked to serve on nonprofit-wise. But to be the church, not just in church on Sunday morning where we are supposed to be re-energized and refueled to go back out into the mission field to make disciples. Um, making disciples is about building relationships with one another and, and sharing people why this faith has drive me, why this faith and walk with people. Cause it's a lifelong process. It's not something that just happens and that's it. You know, you're not just a disciple and that that's it. You know, it's kind of like in certain clubs, once you join the club, you're in, that's it. You don't have to do anything. A disciple is uh, moving in a, in a lifelong journey towards uh, growing more like Christ. And so, Zach, as you think about that, what, what kind of percolates in you? A whole bunch. Uh, <laughs> you know, but you, gas. But you, it is gas. It is. It is. Um, <laughs> no, you're, you're right. <laughs> Discipleship's not just limited to the church. Um, you know, we watch Jesus by his example. Um, you know, as he, as he sat down and he called the disciples, um, they didn't just stay in their little group of 12 and 13. They went out, uh, you know, for, for the time that they followed Jesus, um, wherever that was and whenever that was, there were times that they left and went out and gathered more people and they left and went out and gathered more people. There's times that they went off with, uh, just a handful of them with Jesus. Um, and then they all went out, you know, I think the key thing that we miss about discipleship is we think it's just Sunday mornings or that it's that Bible study or it's that small group or it's that podcast, not this one, but others. Um, you know, it's, it's those things. We, we forget that discipleship. Yeah. It's fostered inside the church and with our personal relationships with Christ, but it's, it's fostered so much with people and in community. And, you know, I, I think too often we forget, um, at least as Methodist, we forget that part of to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. I think we forget to go and transform the world. Um, I think we, we allow ourselves to be a little too inward focused. And, and when we do that, disciples, um, when we become too inward focused on that, we're not making disciples at that point. We're, we're, we're focused solely on ourselves. 
And so for disciples to make disciples, we, we have to leave. We have to leave the church. Um, we have to be in our community, whether it's the Lions Club or the Boys and Girls Club or simply just having lunch with your coworkers or whomever. I don't know. I don't know what your context is. Whatever that looks like for you in your context, be with people. Um, and, and maybe not just people that make you comfortable. Um, if Jesus was any example that we want to follow, he certainly hung out and ate with and, and was with people that made a whole bunch of people uncomfortable. Um, and and to me, that's, that's where discipleship starts is that being uncomfortable. And and, and I think that that's why churches need to have a discipleship strategy to -hmm. understand, um, as slaughter put to, to address the how, why, and in what a person is expected to be involved in. And, you know, I hope and pray that your church has some kind of discipleship strategy to, to, to be able to nurture people, to go, be able to reach out to people, to be able to say, hey, here's who we are, here's what we do, and we do it well. Mm-hmm. And I think far too often we think of discipleship as programming. And we think of mm-hmm. it, if we offer all these crazy programs, people are going to come to the church. And, and I don't think that that's the case. I think that if we um, say this is who we are and this is how we believe we make disciples of Jesus Christ, for the transformation of the world, and this is how we do it. And we, and if you strive to do it very well, if you if you work towards an excellence of doing it well, it carries you out into the world, knowing that you know what you're doing. Um, at least you know what the call is. Um, you don't know what you're doing and how to do it, and that's very biblical in its own right. Mm-hmm. But to really make disciples means, you know, one, we have to understand what we're being a disciple of, um, and then two, um, really. Um, be open and led by the spirit to be pushed out of our uh, normal norms. Because when you read the gospels, I mean, I don't read the gospels where Jesus sends them back into their own little communities and they feel comfortable and everything's taken care of. Uh, You know, when I look at the gospels and they're sent out, um, even when he was with them, you know, they didn't succeed. And so Jesus had to show them how to do it right. And, um, and, And I think that that's kind of the purpose for Sunday morning and saying, Hey, we, you know, we recognize you fall short of the grace that, you know, living in your lives. And we need you to be re-energized and refocused to go back out into the world because it's a vicious world out there. And um, mm-hmm. making disciples is, is a, and, and this is the thing I really like to emphasize is, is a lifelong process. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's a communal process where everybody has to be involved in it. And you can't just have these little pockets of discipleship. It's something that everybody does as a community. No, that that's exactly right. And, you know, we, we've talked about how in the past we, we had the church and as pastors and as leaders, we've put discipleship in the corner and, and made it silo. You know, we've made it programs. We've made it this and that. We've made it the next big book study, and it's not that. You know, those things are tools and resources to help discipleship. And discipleship is, I, I would say, an action, you know, a way that um, we live out this calling uh, and understand this calling that we have of Christ. And, and that takes both individual relationship with Christ and community. Um, you know, we, we have to test that in both places. We have to, we have to flesh that out in both places. And um, God, you know, Jesus didn't do it alone. And he's Jesus. And I, and I think we, God, we get so stuck in um, that idea that it is a journey, that it's a prayer, that it's, you know, this one-time feeling. But I would argue as good Methodist, we believe very much that this is a lifelong process, um, that that we're moving on towards perfection, and there are going to be good days and there are going to be bad days. But that's part of being disciples. Jesus was run out of plenty of towns, including his hometown. You know, the disciples weren't always welcome, and yet they hung in there. 
they kept going, they kept following and kept spreading, um, you know, the love and grace of Christ. Um, but, you know, you, you said something that was interesting, I guess. Well, not a guess. It was interesting um, that I think we, we often, often don't understand what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. Um, I think we, we often look at that and, and feel like it's going to be sunshines and, and rainbows and, and unicorns. Uh, and it's, it's not, um, you know, it's, it's hard. Um, and I think if it was going to be easy, I don't know that necessarily Jesus would have called to, us to follow him if it was going to be easy. Well, and I think that that's the, the deal is that, um, I feel the church, um, has sold us short on, on discipleship. Mm-hmm. We're not telling people what the cost really is. And, um, we, we've made it into this own personal individualism kind of deal. And I have a hard time thinking that it's more than that. It's actually about community. Mm-hmm. And it's actually about um, sharing experience and growth with one another and sharing, um, being able to speak truth um, when need to and being honest and open and, um, and, and having conversation that the world doesn't want us to have, um, especially now. I mean, I look at this individualized world that we live in mm-hmm. and um, it speaks against the gospel in my opinion, because it, the the well we call it the gospel of individualism says it's all about you mm-hmm. and the gospel of jesus christ says it's all about us and we're in this together and, and we're right. you know we want to grow closer to god together and it's not about a feeling or a gas or whatever it is you've got going on um it's about making a lifelong commitment of of wrestling and and pushing yourself closer to, to try to grow to God. And I think that that's why Wesley himself struggled with that so much is because he understood that discipleship was more than just saying yes. Mm -hmm. It was being a doer of the word and not Mm -hmm. just a hearer of the word. A hearer of the word is important. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that's kind of the first step, but until you become a doer of the word, you can never fully grasp what it means to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. And some people get that and mm-hmm. some people make that, uh, that, that understanding and, um, you know, are just awesome at living out their faith. And some people um, make it so individualized that when it becomes a sticky situation and it doesn't make them feel good, that it's a lack of faith and it's, you know, it's, it's not, it's about them. It's not about a relationship with, with God in a way that God calls us to be. Um, and so like, it, it's such a challenge. And I, and I hope that like, I have this feeling that we're going to push more on being a radical disciple and actually being faithful. Um, and that's going to mean some difficult things for the church. That means, you know, some things will go away uh, that have maybe been around for a while and maybe they're not fruitful anymore. Right. Uh, but some things, um, you know, we got to remember that things are never meant to be forever. Right. The only thing uh, that lasts forever is God's love. And, right. um, and, and, you know, that that was something that Jesus spoke to about being fruitful, that, that you know, if, if there are limbs that need to be cut, hey, we got to cut those because we'll bear more fruit when we do. Um, and sometimes those are painful limbs to, to cut. 
you know, those are, those are painful fruits that, that just aren't bearing fruit anymore like they were. Um, and they're taking up time and resources for other things that could be uh, as fruitful or more. Um, so I, I have a question. Have, have we made, and, and when I say we, uh, I mean the church in the last, I don't know, our lifetime, Let's, let's take that just as our context. Um, if not, no, just the last 10 years, have we made uh, discipleship a lifestyle instead of a way of life? Does that make sense? I kind of see what you're saying. Have we made it something that we can pin on Pinterest or put on Facebook or Instagram instead of actually living it out? Yes and no. Okay. Um, I think yes, in a way that we've, um, we say, okay, and I'll, I'll pick on myself and I'll pick on uh, communications a little bit. The see all the people thing. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's a great thing. Yeah, it's awesome. great. Um, my, uh, m- my concern is, is are we seeing all the people and how does that right. look um, to you? Um, and that's different for everybody in their own context. But I, you know, it's some, like, if we're going to say it, we better be doing it. I mean, and that's kind of how I feel about it is that, right. you know, and, and that's why it's one of the reasons why I love the United Methodist mission statement is mm-hmm. because that last part, it's funny to hear how many people don't say that last part when that last part is the most important <laughs> part of that whole stinking so statement. That's and, right. And if we're going to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the world, by God, we got to have somewhere to do it. That's and, right. And the church can provide the most significant arena for discipleship making to occur. But realize this, the church isn't just a building. The church is when we go outside mm-hmm. of the world and we share and we serve and we mm-hmm. love outside of Sunday morning worship, right. outside of Sunday morning Bible study or whatever it is you attend. Um, and so I think what we need to do as a church is one, have a clear understanding of who we are and what we do and why we do it. Mm-hmm. We can answer those things. I, I don't see how the church cannot be successful. Right. Uh, and, and that's right. different in every context. Not mm-hmm. every church can be Adam Hamilton. But right. every church can be the church that God has called them to be in that particular time, in that particular place, in that particular area to provide right. the good news of Jesus Christ for the world. That's and, right. And if, if you understand that and you have a community that, that works towards a shared vision of this is what God has called us to do here, then live it out and live it out, not just Sunday morning, mm-hmm. but in every step and every breath that you take. And I think that right. that's kind of the, to me, that's it. If we can do that, we'll get the disciples making disciples and we won't just be about, well, have, you know, that, that personal um, individual salvation that the world has kind of tilted Christianity a little bit mm-hmm. towards, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. And and I would love to see more disciples, people that are willing right. to give their lives and or change their life to live out the faith that God has called them to versus just going through the motions. Right. You know, we, we've talked outside of the podcast about the see all the people thing and, and I'm with you. I, I love it. It's one of the things that I love about the Methodist church is, is, you know, we have these social principles that truly call us to see all the people. Uh, we don't always live into them and, and that's something we all have to get better at. Um, and, and it's going outside of the church. It's, it, it's leaving the building and being, being people 
being being the church um and and being with people and seeing truly seeing people um in in you know if you take that um the the commercial they did that that goes with see all the people uh, my favorite thing about it is it's such I don't know if they did it intentionally. Communications, if you're listening, uh, chime in. Um, uh, we know you're out there. Um, but but they go in to this meeting and talk about the church. And at the end of it, they come out and be the church. To me, that, that's a commentary on the church as we go inside and we're, we're talking business. We're not really doing anything. We're just sitting in meetings. We're doing what we have to do. And yet the church is outside. The church is outside playing basketball. The church is outside, you know, sleeping in cardboard boxes. The church is outside living life while we're inside wasting time for whatever reason, uh, talking about God knows what. And, um, but I, I thought that was beautiful that, you know, I, didn't, I don't, I don't know beautiful is the right thing. I thought that was a perfect commentary on the church of how it sits of, well, we go inside the church, we talk about the church and those people could have very well walked outside and ignored everything that was going on. Uh, and yet, you know, the whole point of it, see all the people they came outside and were the church, um, you know, meetings, business, those are stuff that we have to do. We just can't forget that that's not it, that that's not everything that the church is. Right. And I think that that's why it's important that we push our congregations and to push like this podcast to people asking the question of, you know, not only how is it with your soul that that personal piety mm-hmm. is important, but your um, social piety is just as important. How are you living at your faith where people can tell Absolutely. that you're a follower of Jesus Christ and not one of those crazy ones that condemns that's everybody right. because that's not the gospel. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And that if we share love, mm-hmm. the reward is so great mm-hmm. that we can't measure it. And you know, as I've been thinking about this, I've been doing these listening posts. I'm in my new appointment now and I'm doing these listening posts. And what's been amazing after six listening posts, we are all saying the same thing. And so now my response has been, let's go do this. Let's do let's it. Knock this out. And, and, yep. and you need someone to be that person to say, Hey, we can do this or let's mm-hmm. go do this. Mm-hmm. And, and it needs to be people who aren't afraid to go and try and, and if you fail, that's okay. You know, you dust yourself off. You learn how to pray a different way. Sure. And you do a different thing. Um, I mean, that's what happened to the disciples. Um, and I think far too often, we've talked about this several times, is that the church uh, needs not to be afraid to take risk anymore. That's right. And I think it's shifting back that way. Um, and I and, think so. And, and I, I hope have, so, maybe. I'm, I'm a little bit hopeful for that. And, and as we think about disciples making disciples, I want to I challenge our listeners to um, think about what it means for you to be a disciple of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. What does it take for you? Um, how, do you live out your, um, how do you live out your faith? I think that that matters. Um, and how we share that. One, how we share it can inspire others. Um, That's right. I, I joked when I uh, was in the emergency room a few weeks ago, um, I invited both my nurses to church on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, Hey, you know, um, if you don't have a church home, we'd be glad to, to take you in and, and finding those conversations and building those relationships to say, Hey, we'd love for you to come be a part of our community and, and then allowing them to be part of your community. Don't just treat them as visitors or guests, but treat them as family and invite them right. to the table. And, and I mean, there's so much you can do that. And so we want to encourage you to live out your faith and, and, and help make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. Because if we can, 
if we can agree to do that together, seeing all the people will be the easiest thing that we can do to then oh gosh. make yep. a difference for, for the kingdom. And, you know, um, I think that that's what we're about here at Bearded Theologians is we're trying to um, expand the kingdom in a, in a different way and, and, and sure. having conversations like this uh, in an open way. And uh, we've really appreciated our guests. I mean, we went like a whole month having these awesome guests. I want to encourage <laughs> to, to go and listen to all of them are awesome. Like mm-hmm. I don't have a favorite one out of all of those. I mean, I even went back a few weeks ago um, and listened um, to um, Bishop Harvey when she was talking about Israel. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go like, I know. And and then um, we've had all these other good posts that we've had up and we Mm -hmm. want to encourage you to to take a look at those. And um, you know, uh, we're still kind of in that transition period, uh, both Zach and I. And so um, as we um, figure this journey out together as bearded theologians, we want to invite you in and, and share our mugs and our t-shirts and our trucker hats and our stickers. And, you know, we, we want to encourage you to continue to be part of our conversation uh, here at Bearded Theologians. And there's many ways that you can do that. We hope that you right. enjoyed listening today. And for that, I'm Matt Franks. And I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening and we hope that you share our content online uh, through Facebook and social media. And we hope that you check out our uh, Beardcast store at beardedtheologians.com and pick up some great Bearded Theologians gear. We hope you have a good day.